Hi guys. Welcome to my another episode of Hi Guys by AEJ Media. Hi my podcast family. Because you all listen and you all take some time out of your day to listen to my podcast which I'm very grateful for and there's a lot I've got to get through today because I went out yesterday and went into Waterstones and if you don't already know I have wrote over 50 poems slash songs which could be one book on its own but what I want to do is I want to sell some of my songs to the big artists. How did Sia um, get Rihanna to sing Diamonds? As you know, Sia wrote that and gave it to Rihanna. But does that mean that because Sia was a Sia is a songwriter? Does that mean that she um, gets royalties every time it's played, like wherever in the world, like on Spotify, where it was like, if it says one billion views, but if that were one billion, no, not views, one billion listens, if it says one billion listens, but it's on Rihanna's page, How does it work out with the royalties for Sia? Because she wrote the song. Rihanna brought it to life by singing it. So does the person that sings it get more money than the one that wrote it? And also, Rihanna's song might have been played in the background of a TV programme or on the radio, but every time it's on the TV, or on the radio, or in an advert, wherever around the world, how many, how much percent in royalties does Sia get? Because I can't sing. I'm not going to pretend I can sing, like someone else I might know. <laughs> but I'm not going to pretend I'm not, I can't. I'm not going to pretend I can sing because I can't sing. What I'm going to say is, I've wrote a really good song. And if it falls in the right hands, it could really do well, I believe. And it was a poem, but I've turned it into a song. A remix, actually. I've turned it into a remix of the song. Now, of course, I can take out the remix part, and it can still be a song. It just won't be as good. So I want to know about the royalties. If someone sang my song, how how much percent royalties do you get if someone else sings your song, but but they didn't write it, you wrote it? So I'm wondering, does Sia 
well, how much percentage does Sia get as a songwriter? And I know she's a singer-songwriter, because she said, oh, some people didn't want some of my songs, so I sang them myself. She didn't say this, but in an interview with Greg James, who's on Radio 1, uh, she sings Cheap Frills, and that's a really good song. And you, when you think of Cheap Frills, you immediately think of Sia. Sia sang that. I can't imagine anyone else singing Cheap Frills because she makes it her own. I know I'm on the verge of sounding like Louis Walsh, but she does make it her own. I mean, it's her own song. She wrote it. I think she wrote it or not. I think she did. Anyway, uh, oh, and she, there's this other producer slash, no, I think they're just a producer. It's called Stargate, and they worked with Pink and Sia, and they've come up with a song called Waterfall. Anyway, check that out on Spotify if you haven't listened to it. And tell me whether you think it's... Uh, whether you think it could have been written by Sia. Now, what I do is I listen to the song on I listen to a song on Spotify and I think that sounds like Ed Sheeran wrote that song, but it's not him that's singing the song; it's someone else. But you know, when you just think, "Oh, I got a gut feeling that Ed Sheeran wrote that and he gave it to someone else," I mean. When, when, what was his name? He's not, when Ed Sheeran had a, a year off for travelling and that, he wrote a song for um, Matt, I, I can't remember what his name was. I know his first name was Matt, was it Matt Berry? Or something, Matt Berry, who won the X Factor. And they said, oh, and you've got this brand new song written by Ed Sheeran. Now the people that go on the X Factor do well. But the people that don't go on the X Factor, they go on The Voice, they don't do well. And I was just talking about this in one of my videos on social media. Why is it that people on The Voice don't do well? Because nowadays everyone hears the person's, the musician's voice before they see them. So it is like the voice. But people that win the voice don't get, get anywhere. It's just as clear as mud. That's what it is. It's as clear as mud. Anyway, that's the royalties for the song. But what I was going to say is, Me and my community carol, we went into um, Waterstones and I said, uh, I'm writing a story, it's a rom-com, or it's a romantic comedy. And I got the inspiration, uh, I got the inspiration from the pandemic and the lockdown. So the first part of the of the book is about the lockdown and the pandemic. I mean, how could you not miss out on, on an opportunity like that? There's never going to be another pandemic. 
once this pandemic goes, because I said to my mum, I said, oh, mum, has there ever been a pandemic before this pandemic? And she said, no. So it's like a shooting star going through the sky. There might be another pandemic, but that might be in about a hundred years or so. And if people are people that are born now in twenty twenty one would probably be eighty when it gets to when when it gets to two thousand one hundred and one. Yeah, it'd be eighty. They're babies now, but they'll be eighty. Anyway, not many people will be alive when it goes to twenty one hundred the year twenty one hundred. I'm thirty two at the moment. So I'd have to live another seventy years to be hundred and two. And mum wouldn't be alive because she's because she's even older than me. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you. My, I'm not going to tell her. No, I'm not going to tell you her age because that's private. Anyway, uh, but my mum definitely doesn't look her age. Anyway, um, what, what I was going to say is we went into war science. I keep uh, diverting it onto a tangent. Right. I said, oh, I'm writing this story, I'm writing a book. I said to the cashier, I said to her, there's a woman that, that, that was the cashier, and she said, um, I said, I've looked at some of the uh, books, and they're all about 300 pages, or, but the, the font size is so small. I mean, I'm currently writing at font size 16, and it says that I'm on page 97. But it says page 97 out of 101 or something. But I'm not at 101, I'm at page 97. And I said, what happens? I know the biggest place to sell books is Amazon. Last time I checked, it has to be a the file size of the Word document or the document could be a PDF, so no one can change it. Anyway, um, I said I'm nearing a hundred pages of my romantic comedy, and oh, it's a, it's a book. It's not a film. It's a book. Well, I'm nearing 100 pages, and it's at size 16. So, I thought, wait, what would happen if I put it to size 16? No, it's already at size 16. What would happen if I put it down to size 12? And it went down from 100 to 62. I'm like, 
Oh my God, that has changed the crease so much. She, the woman in Waterstones said, um, she said that the publishers have to sell it to the bookshops like Waterstones, WH Smith, Sainsbury's, Tesco, Asda. Because these supermarkets, why do you think they're called supermarkets? Because they have everything in there. They have clothes, they have food, they have magazines, they have DVDs, they have music and books and stuff. They have a bakery in there, they have a restaurant in there. That's why it's called a supermarket. That's why it's called a supermarket. Anyway, what I'm saying is I look we were looking at me and my community carer, we were looking at the back of the books and they're all like three hundred pages. But the font was so small, even for the children's books. I thought, no, it's definitely not a children's book. But I just wanna I'm just curious how many pages is a children's book and I don't mean like oh for five-year-olds or something or more like for like 16, 17 or 18, no 16 or 17 because if you're if you read at school because in English I was in the top set and I don't know if they still do sets but in English, I was in the top set, and I got an A star in creative writing, but I didn't get an A star overall because I didn't do that well in the exam. But I still got a B. I got an A star for the coursework, but I got a B. So really, in the exam, I probably got a C. And that bump, and because I got the A star in the creative writing. That bumped it up to a B. But some people they write uh um like I'd say a column in the newspaper. They may not have even got an A in English. They may have only got like a B, like I did. Doesn't say they didn't work hard. I work my hardest to get that A star in creative writing and they said oh well done Aaron well done but it was very it was at the time it was quite hard the exam well the, yeah I think you had to do two exams for English English literature and English language oh it's over 15 minutes anyway I was going to say to you I've wrote 30,000 words for my story. Maybe I need to write about another 30,000 words. But then that was, if I keep it at size, size 12 font, that would only be 60 plus 60 is 120. 124. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. Got to get at least another thirty thousand words written. Anyway, I've talked too much on here. So, if you was finding it interesting, please.
please tell me whether you're finding it interesting and I'll do a part two. This will be part one. Well, I just want to do this because this is what I said I'd do. It says your top te your top songs 2020 by Spotify. Number one was Daisies by Katy Perry because no one thought I was going to make it to 30k on TikTok and I'm at 30.2k. My second one is started by Iggy Azalea. I like to imagine myself um, being rich. But I don't want to be rich just for nothing. I want to be rich because of the talent. But either way, it could help with, if the money could help with my talent, I mean, if they say, oh, we can't sell your book, Aaron, to the uh, bookshops, then I'd say, like, uh, oh, what about this? What if I offered you some money? No, I don't think you can do that, actually, anyway. The third one is When I Look At You by Miley Cyrus. Who heard this song when it came out? I've only just realised this song came out last year. It came out about ten years ago. And I'm like, never heard of that song by Miley Cyrus before. And then the fourth one is Smile by Katy Perry. The fifth one is 10,000 Hours with Justin Bieber by Dan and Shay. And I've listened to that loads of times. Right, that's the top five of my top songs 2020 on Spotify. Right, I'm now going to end this because it's nearly 18 minutes. Hope you've enjoyed it. Peace out and give my podcast a review on iTunes Store. Thanks. Bye.